Hello, all you wonderful souls. This is Sapphire Waters, the author of Sapphire Soul Tools, A Beginner's Guide to Spiritual Living. I am here today to talk to you about chapter two of my book, Getting in Touch with Our Emotions and Getting to Know and Overcome Our Beliefs. So in the last chapter, we talked about our ego. And while our ego can play off of our emotions, what really is what gives us our guidance to our emotions is what we believe. So you can have five people be in the same family, siblings, all growing up, and they can go through an event together. And how each one of those siblings comes out of that event is completely different than the other. The reason why is because each one of you perceived it differently. So while one perceived it not as bad, the other one probably perceived it worse than what it was. Um, One might not really be affected at all. And that just boils down to how you view things. So if you want to know some more about why is this feeling coming up, why is this emotion coming up, check into what your beliefs are. So a feeling is an actual an experience. It's energy in motion, emotion. It's energy in motion. So when you are going through a feeling, your body is actually going through a 90-second experience where you will feel it physically. Anything after that is your thoughts. So let me repeat that to you. The feeling is only 90 seconds. Anything after those 90 second experience is what your thoughts are, what you are telling yourself. Those thoughts come in from what you believe. So if you are over there and you are feeling sad and depressed, ask yourself, well, what am I thinking about? Okay, then go back a step further. What is it that I believe about myself? What is it that I believe about this situation? Um, a lot of times our beliefs that come up were actually created in childhood and those are really outdated beliefs. They, they were there to help you as a child, but now that you're an adult, those beliefs need to start shifting and changing that's not the same as your core values um like if you have a value of family and friendship and that I'm not saying to change those I'm saying to change the beliefs that don't serve you like if you're over there feeling worthless all the time chances are you believe you're worthless that is not a belief that serves you that is not a belief that is going to help you learn and grow that is a belief that is going to tear you down and ultimately have the ripple effect and it will go to your children because then your children will see their parent not believing in themselves. So then the child will be like, well, why should I believe in myself? Even if you're a really awesome parent telling your kids you believe in them, they're going to see what you believe about yourself. If you're not believing enough in yourself, then you are not doing good at your job. Or at least you're not doing as best as you could be because you have to have that belief. The positive belief in order to succeed. Um, (laughs) 
you need to acknowledge your feelings. They're there for a reason. They're either trying to tell you something about the particular situation that you're going through, or they're trying to tell you that you haven't healed something from the past. And if you're one of those that likes to shove it down, it's gonna come back up in a time when you don't want it to. I've had that happen to me anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Many times, sorry. Um, where I've been in situations where I've been talking to somebody and then something was said or a memory was triggered and I all of a sudden feel my chest tightening. I used to just completely shove that down and not acknowledge it, but now even when I'm just talking to complete strangers and that, if that feeling comes up, I will express it because I know that it's there already coming up from something that I didn't deal with in the past and I don't want it to come up another time. If you can get through those 90 seconds and just ask yourself, what is this feeling trying to tell me? What is this trying to teach me? What needs healed? What do I believe about myself that isn't serving me? And you can just dissect it. Write it down if you've got to. Acknowledge it. That has got to be your first step is acknowledging that, okay, I have a feeling even if I don't know what it's trying to tell me. I have this feeling blank. And start going through what the feeling is. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's anger. And that's okay to feel anger. Some people are like, oh, you should never feel anger. And I used to be one of those, but it was actually one of my friends, um, I call him the Jedi. I, he, him and I had a conversation one day and he was telling me, he's like, you know, anger is there to teach you something too. And I sat there and I thought about it for a while and he was right. Like, I'm not going to stay stuck in anger. I'm an Aries personality. I get over stuff pretty fast, but when I do get angry, I'm now dissecting it in myself to figure out why am I angry? What about that angered me? Does it have to do with a belief? Does it have to do with a value? Is this something that I can change or is this something that I need to accept? Do I need to use EFT tapping to help me release this? What can I do to not stay stuck? And I'm not going to lie, those 90 seconds are not fun. Like when those emotions come up, I am not trying to say that that is easy. Please do not think that. I'm just telling you that for 90 seconds, breathe. Just breathe. Because then after that, if you can keep those breaths and stay with that focus on what is going on, why is this coming up for you, then you have the opportunity to heal it. And once you heal it, then you don't have to worry about it coming up at times when it shouldn't could you imagine being at like your child's high school graduation and you had been shoving stuff down about your children for so many years and then all of a sudden when you're crying and giving your speech to them on how much you love them this guilt that you've held inside of you for all those years comes out into the speech and you didn't want it to That's not what you want for yourself. That's not what you want your kids to hear. And I'm pretty sure that you guys don't want your family and friends watching that happen either because that can become embarrassing because we're human. And we do tend to feel shame and vulnerable. 
If you guys do feel a lot of shame and vulnerability, um, I really do suggest watching Brene Brown's Netflix special or reading any of her books. She knows how to put into words certain feelings that I cannot, nor have I heard anybody else be able to do it that way. Here's the good news about some of these feelings. Okay, you can change them. After that 90 seconds, just breathe through it, acknowledge it, that okay, this is what you taught me, now I'm choosing to change it. You are the one that is sitting in the driver's seat of the car, correct? Well, if your brain is the car and your soul is the driver, go sit in the seat and start driving. Say what you want to feel. It can end up being that simple that, okay, I was feeling that way. And now I'm choosing to feel this way. And that makes people mad sometimes because they're like, I don't choose to feel this way. Well, actually, you do. So do I. I'm human. Sometimes I get stuck in those crappy feelings, but that is the truth, is we are in charge of how we feel. We are in charge of what those feelings going on are because we always have the opportunity to deal with it, to release it, and definitely to change it. If you are stuck in some intense emotions followed by some horrible thoughts, I would also suggest a fast way to help bring you back is start playing music that uplifts you. Please, 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 please. I'm asking you again. Please do not play things such as angry rock and rap. Why? Well, energy like that creates feelings. If you're already feeling angry, you don't need that energy intensified. I do understand sometimes people need to play music because they need to, um, like sad music, because they need to cry. So they need to play the stuff that allows them to release those tears. Totally go for it. That's awesome. As long as you're releasing, but going into music that is going to make you feel more angry is just going to breed more anger. Martin Luther King Jr., I believe, is the one who said it, that you can't fight hate with hate. You will only breed more hate. So that's not what we're trying to do here. Um, try to dig deep into the hidden layers. Sometimes if you're feeling anger... There's something beneath that. It's usually something beneath that. There's something more as far as sadness. Maybe you're hurt over something. Well, why are you hurt? Dig into that. The more you dig, the more you'll find. And eventually, you just are able to easily let it go. Not at first. It's, it's a process. You're going to have to be patient with yourself, and it's going to take you time. But with each step, each time you do it, you release more and more. It's going to be something that you don't have to deal with later. And then you need to ask yourself, what are you gaining if you enjoy staying stuck in those states? Yes, people do like to stay in there. Why? Because they get something back. If you are in um, an emotional state where you are feeling victimized and then you tell that victim story to others, 
you're getting awe and sympathy and that. And even if the conscious part of you is like, I don't really want that, there is a piece of you in your subconscious that is getting something. It's that self-pity. It's that acknowledgement. Maybe you haven't felt taken care of and loved and now that you're telling your story where you were victimized people are giving that to you and that's not downgrading your pain that I'm sure whatever happened to you was painful we've all had painful stuff I'm just saying that if you're telling that story ask why every time you tell your story you are reliving that so Those 90 seconds that you relived before, well, every time you tell your story on this happened to me, now you are purposely reliving those 90 seconds. And again, after those 90 seconds, whatever thoughts you put in. Um, And that's you doing that. So you need to start maybe trying to be more mindful about the words that are coming out of your mouth, both to yourself and to others. If they are not stories that are making you feel good, stop telling them. Stop telling them to yourself. Stop telling them to other people. Um, there's actually a lot on beliefs and emotions. So I encourage you to do some digging and start finding what your beliefs are. And are they of the highest good? Are they of the highest vibration? Are they serving you? Are they serving others? Do they make you feel good? Use the THINK acronym for yourself. Um, Think. Is this truthful? Is this helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Is it kind? I usually tell people to think before they say stuff to others. Well, think before you say stuff to yourself. Catch on to those thoughts. By catching on to the thoughts... You'll stop those emotions from the negative ones because you can shift them over to joyful ones. Start thinking about your happy thought. Never, never land. What's your happy thought? Again, I've said it before. It's my children. It's always my happy thought is holding my kids. Is that going to cause a problem for me later on down the road? Probably because I'm going to step out of being as much in the mother role. But for now, it works. So what's your happy thought? How can you use it? Okay. Um, Well, I guess that's all for now. You can go check out what your soul wants you to know today on my YouTube channel. You can also reach out to me at awakenedmoments19 at gmail.com and stay tuned for the next chapter where we start discussing failure path to success and until then have a great day bye